0: enjoy the show. Welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. In this episode, I'm interviewing one of our clients and very special guest, Alex Gardner. Alex is a registered registered dietitian and she's getting her master's in public health. Alex is the owner of the business Alex Garden Nutrition, where she helps prenatal and postpartum moms and their babies. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. So excited to have you.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to have this opportunity to speak on my very first podcast. So so excited!
0: (laughs) awesome. Awesome. Welcome to your very first podcast. I'm so happy. This is your first one.
1: Yeah, it's exciting.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so Would you mind sharing with the listeners a little bit about your backstory and how you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah. So my backstory, I guess, is kind of that typical, like I was with my grandma and my grandma inspired me to be like who I am today. Well, it's kind of like that. So my grandma actually got her degree in nutrition um, about 60 years ago. And so I grew up around that and she started a business, a catering company in Knoxville, Tennessee. And so she really had that entrepreneurial spirit and that love for nutrition. Now, of course, nutrition has come a long way in the past 60 years. So um, when I went to school for nutrition, um, it's a lot different. I learned a lot, but my family really instilled that entrepreneurial spirit into me. So my grandmother started the business and my dad took it over and he's running it now. Um, So I really grew up with that mindset of, running a business, um, but with a love of nutrition. And now I never really wanted to cater. I did that all growing up through high school and and that's what I worked for. But when I entered college and we had our careers in nutrition class, like what are all the different things that you can do? Nothing really stood out to me. Um, I thought maybe public health nutrition, which is why I'm getting my master's of public health. It's still steer, still near and dear to my heart, um, public health, but I want to influence people on an individual level. And the best way for me to do that was to have a private practice where I can control what I'm teaching people and things like that. So I knew I wanted to start a private practice all throughout school. And I had that in my mind, and I had the family support to do that. And so I finished my dietetic internship last year. I passed my exam at the end of July and the very next day started my business. So I was ready for it. I had prepared for it and boom, took the exam, started the business. Um, so I have had this business for less than a year. I've been the dietitian for less than a year, but I knew I didn't want to do a nine to five where somebody else was telling me how I needed to counsel and somebody else was choosing the clients that They wanted me to serve where I knew the passion that I had. um, And that's why I did it immediately. I didn't want to wait five years to do it. I just, I wanted to like rip the bandaid off and that's why I did it the day after I I passed my exam.
0: Yeah, that's so amazing. And we have a, a similar story in that my parents were also entrepreneurs. And I feel like when you get exposed to that early on, it's like, you don't know anything else but to want to do that. And is it still scary? I don't know. Is it still scary?
1: (laughs) So I think it would be a lot scarier if I didn't have the financial um, security of my husband Mm. where, okay, let me say it this way. This is not my sole source of income. So if it grows more gradually, that's Mm. okay for me because I have the financial support of my spouse. Whereas if I wasn't married, if I was doing this by myself, it would be a lot scarier mm-hmm. because I would be need it to grow and I need it to grow right now. And I need it to be super successful, like right now, as soon as I started. But I understood that I could really set the foundations of my business and not worry too much about how much I was bringing in at the beginning. So that way I could really focus on setting the foundation to have a successful business um, that's going to grow with me um instead of worrying and and trying to do all this stuff at the first and worrying about money because that's a lot of the reason you know you go into private practice but you either take out a loan and you're worried that maybe you're not going to make enough money to pay back that loan or you don't have the financial backing to start a business or you don't understand how to start a business and honestly I didn't understand how to start a business because that wasn't in school for me you know I never took Mm -hmm business classes. I never took marketing classes or finance anything. What I learned, I learned from my dad. Um, And what I'm doing is not as intricate as running a catering company, but I learned a lot of those concepts. And even now getting my master's, like, I don't have business classes. (laughs) So I think, um, I think that was the scary part was Mm -hmm. um, the financial security. Um, but having the backing of a spouse is really a benefit. And yeah. you know, I'm very fortunate that I have that because not a lot of people do. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that was the scariest thing, taking that leap.
0: Yeah, and no, that that makes perfect sense. And I feel like, you know, a couple a couple of things to pull from that in that number one, like you had. The entrepreneurial mindset from your family, but you also understood that it was a different business, like a different m- business model. And so you had the mindset. You understood what a business could do for you, and the the investment in in you know money, time, and energy that that is required, especially early on, to run a successful business. Uh, and at the same time, it's like, well, there are nuances that are different to what I actually want to do. And so, how can I learn to to do that for the business that I'm going to be building, and I think that's so important, right? And the second piece I think is, is so important for everyone too is the idea that, like, you did have the the financial support and um, and the assistance with that, so it made things a lot less scarier. But I think what's so important to note still is that you still decided to do it right off the bat, like right out of school. And so many people wait two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years to do something like that. And even if you know, a person is not in a financial situation to be able to go all in on their business right off the bat, right? It could still be beneficial to start setting up the foundation and do things gradually, even if you're working another job or or having to build things a little bit slower by not going all in, but still building those, those key pieces, you know, gradually as you go. So that maybe even a year from the time you graduate or two years after you graduate, like you have a, a pretty pretty strong foundation and and a successful business where it can replace your income and and you can go off from there. So I think that that the, the fact that that you did it anyway, because most people would be thinking, well, I just graduated, I have to like, you know, and, and this is how we're taught in school, right? I have to get X amount of years of experience before I can start my own thing, which is total BS. <laughs> and I think I think you're you're obviously a good example of that. So I, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And and you know you make a good point. So right now I am not spending 40 hours a week on my business. I'm spending about 15 to 20 um, because I I have a GA position with my master's. So with my Mm. GA position, I am required to work 20 hours a week and I get a stipend for that. So it's like a part-time job, right? Mm -hmm. So having that part-time job, plus having classes, plus running a business, like you don't have to have 100% of your week devoted to your business to get it going, I spend about 10 to 15 to 20 hours, depending on what my course load is for the week for school on my business. So even though I'm not spending 40, 50, 60 hours on my business, it's still going. Mm -hmm. And if you're, if you don't have the um, financial backing of a partner, or maybe a loan, you can always take a part-time job. Uh, Or like a 30 hour a week job, if that's something that you could do, and then spend that 10 to 15 hours a week on your business. Because if you think about it, if I waited five years, okay, so in five years, where's my business going to be in five years? okay, but what if I just started my business in five years? Mm. Like my bi- in, in the next five years, life is going to go on and I can either be building my business and making it successful, or I could be waiting and saying, oh, in five years, I'm going to start my business. So it's going to happen whether you do it or not, mm. like time is going to go on. Um, so even taking those key, like maybe you only have five hours a week. Maybe you only have an hour a day to devote to your business that's okay because baby steps are still steps in the right direction
0: yeah i love that so much and you know one one thing that that i know you you had mentioned is like the the talk that you had to have with yourself about about basically getting to where you are now and so i'm curious like what what that that conversation with yourself internally was to get you to the point where you became an entrepreneur so early on in your career?
1: So I, so when I was first talking to you before I was your client, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to wait till I graduate, um, with my master's before I start this endeavor. You know, I have my business going; like I started it, but I only have one, like my, my one client before I, I came to you was my, my cousin, like that was it. That was all I had. Um, I was like, well, I think it should be fine to wait until I graduate but then I was like, that's two years from now. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do in the next two years? Even if I'm taking small steps to grow my business, it's going to be much more successful than if I wait two years to start. Like, that's another two years of waiting. Um, So that was a big thing for me. It's just kind of like diving in. And I have this thing, and sometimes it makes my husband really aggravated because then I get an idea in my head, I'm like, do it, do it now. Like, just like, don't wait, just do it. Like if we have something that comes up, I'm like, we got to get it done. We got to get it done now. Uh, because if I don't, then like, I get all these, this anxiety and all this stuff. I'm like, it just, it needs to get done. Um. So I think that was what was, what was the big internal push for me is like, this is something I've always wanted. Mm. I just passed the test. So now I can do it. So do it now. So that was my big thing is if it's something that you want, like, don't, don't wait, don't wait, just do it, Mm. do it now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's so good. And and I was, I was doing some math, some easy math, (laughs) but basically, right. You said you're putting about 10 to 20 hours into your business right now. And that's 520 hours in a year right. Or a thousand and forty hours if you're doing 20 a week. And so like, even, even putting minimal amount of time, right. Let's say it was 10 hours a week. That's 520 hours after a year that you would have devoted to your business that you wouldn't have otherwise. And so like, what could you do in that amount of time to again, set, set yourself up, um, with a strong foundation to really take off when, when you're ready to quote unquote like go all in and take off. And so I think for so many people it's like, oh, well, is it even worth it to start now? It's like, well, 520 hours, like what could you do in that time? And the answer is of course it is. <laughs> and so um, and so I, I love that, that your perspective on that. It, it is this idea that, hey, time is gonna pass by no matter what, and time is finite, right? We don't have endless amounts of time. And so we don't have time to waste. And I think that's, that's something that many people forget. It's like, Oh, you're going to live forever. It's like, no, you're not. And you're going to get old and it's going to happen like pretty quickly. So you better start now. (laughs) Um, So, so I think that that's huge for people to, to, to really grasp because it is so important. And so tell us a little bit more about, about your business, who you help and, and how you decided to to work with prenatal and postpartum moms and their babies more specifically.
1: Yeah. So I was really into, um, general, just, I love talking to people and providing that nutrition education. I've always loved that. Um, but during my internship, it was through a health department. So it was very public health focused, but I had a 10 week WIC rotation, um, where I counseled moms, um, breastfeeding prenatal postpartum, like toddlers, all that good stuff. And I just really fell in love with it. Um, and I realized that I really connect with those moms and those babies. And I really have a passion for that. Um, and so that's where I found my passion for working with prenatal and postpartum moms. And it's what I have found. And I'm probably preaching to the choir here, but our healthcare system, they aren't very accessible. So what I really strive to do for my moms is be an accessible, um, healthcare provider for them. So, if you're pregnant and you have you find out you're pregnant at like 4 weeks, sometimes your OB won't make you an appointment until you're 12 weeks along. So that's 8 weeks of knowing you're pregnant but not having any buddy to help you, any any healthcare professionals to answer your questions, especially if you're a first-time mom, everything is just scary and you're super anxious and you're super overwhelmed. And just with the women that I work with on in my Facebook group, just a quick like answer one of their questions they're like oh my god thank you so much like that just makes me feel so much better knowing that and you're really truly making a difference in the lives of these women and say a woman has an issue with with nausea and vomiting and you're able to help her keep food down you're nourishing that unborn, you're helping nourish that unborn child. And that can impact the literal rest of their life. You know, what a mom does or does not eat while she's pregnant has a direct effect on her child for the rest of its life. Um, So I think that's really important, especially, you know, coming from a public health lens, really targeting babies in utero and making sure they're healthy in utero leads to a healthier population. So it kind of, all comes together. Um but that's that's kind of what I do in my business. I help prenatal moms and postnatal moms. And I'm about to get my CLC, my certified lactation consultant Cert- Certi- certificate. Um, so I will be a CLC, which brings a lot of comfort to moms. You know, I know all the stuff anyway, so I tell it to them, but a lot of moms feel more comfortable if you have those letters behind your name. Um, so helping moms successfully breastfeed, or sometimes I tell moms, you know, breastfeeding is a very personal decision. So if that's not for you, that's okay. And I help them navigate formula feeding and transitioning to solids because that's a super scary time for moms, super scary when they're worried about their baby choking and they're worried about allergies and they're worried about, and if they're doing the right thing. So it's, it's just providing a lot of comfort to the the moms that I work with. And that's just really something that motivates me to do what I do.
0: I love that so much. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because what, um, obviously, so me and Marissa haven't had kids yet, and obviously I'm not going through that process, but I can only imagine how, how scary it is to, to go at it, at it. And then, um, just with the process itself. And then you have all these different stressors about, you know, is the baby going to be healthy? How am I feeling? How's baby going to be feeling like all these different, different things that come up and, and just having clarity and direction and, and understanding what's actually happening and how to best prepare and make sure that the, the baby does come out healthy, Right is is so comfort comforting for so many people, and like you mentioned, I think you know, like you said, you know, preaching to the choir here. But um, the health, the current healthcare system is not set up for uh, taking care of people throughout the entire journey, and it's more predicated on how busy they already are, how many people are already being seen by them, and so it's not really, unfortunately, a priority to them to see you as quickly as you should be seen. And so this is where people like yourself you know, come into play, because there's a a massive gap there. And there are problems that come with it when people don't get the care that they that they need. And so having someone like you be there for them is is so important. And I think a lot of a lot of moms, you know, would agree with that, even the the moms who are listening to this podcast right now, that if they had someone helping them through this process, um, it would give it would have given them a, a much you know, it would have given them a piece of a really big peace of mind and they would have been a lot less stress. One less thing to, for them to worry about or be concerned about. And so I think that's huge.
1: Yeah. Um, like, for example, one mom that I recently talked to had anemia and um, she said, you know, sh- her doctor gave her a handout and that was it. That was all that she got for her anemia. And that's a significant diagnosis when you're pregnant because your body is making all that extra blood and you need that iron. And if you're anemic, it can cause a lot of problems for you and the baby. So the fact that healthcare providers are so rushed and they don't have the time to sit with you and and tell you what this means and how to handle it. And they just give you a handout and they don't walk you through the process and, and they're not with you. They're not really in your corner. Like they want What's best for you, but they don't have the time and the resources to sit there and go through it with you. Whereas, you know, somebody like myself who's able to dedicate you know, time each week to talk with you and, and to help you on your journey, whatever is going on in your journey is really comforting to moms because there's a, so much anxiety when you don't know what's going on and, and, and pregnancy things change so rapidly where you might only go to the doctor once every six weeks, but your body is changing daily while you're pregnant. So having someone that you can talk to, you can email, you can message and say, Hey, what can i do in this situation and it can be a trusted source and it's not google and you're not scaring yourself but going on google or going in these mom groups where there the moms are well intended but they're giving the wrong advice you know that can be dangerous too so having somebody who's a trusted source who's accessible to you is something that's super valuable to moms 100%
0: um, I love that so much. And so, so for you now with, with your business, what is for, cause I think this is so important. You know, many times people think about going into business and, and the idea is amazing. It's like, Oh, wow. I can, I can help people in the way that I know that they should be helped. I can impact more people. I could also obviously uh, make more income for myself and have that freedom and flexibility. Um, and, and a lot of people get, turned off by the idea that oh wait a second though it's going to require some work and and it's it's funny when people you know tell me it sounds like a lot of work it's like you're already working like 40 50 60 hours doing something that you hate (laughs) imagine imagine taking that time and energy into doing something that you love and yes it's a little bit different just because you haven't learned how to actually do it yet but once you do it it gets easier just like everything else and the rewards are like you know a hundred x more than that even and, and so for you, I'm curious, like, what is, what is the driving force um, behind why you want to have a thriving business and what, what will it mean for you and, and your family? Because I know family is a big thing for you.
1: Yeah. Um, so for me, um, we, my husband and I, we don't have children yet. We're planning on that in the next two or three years. But my family is big on experiences. So we would rather spend money on experience than necessarily things. So being able to travel and not being restricted to, you have two weeks of vacation a year. Like, what can you do with that? (laughs) So being able to um, travel when we want, and even if we travel that I can still be able to to work in serve people while we're traveling is something that's really important to me being able to set my own schedule so when we have children I can take more than six weeks of maternity leave because that is okay in Canada I think it's like 18 months of paid maternity leave and we get six Okay, no. <laughs> so no 6 weeks and they get 18 months. So, you know, being able to spend time with our children, especially when they're young because they're going to grow up fast. Um so that's a that's a really big thing for me, um, being able to set my own schedule and being able to do what we want to do when we want to do it and not being confined by corporate to do that. So, my husband's in the army right now, so I have a big taste of corporate really even though it's the army it's still very very strict with that um so that's my you know my big why being able to um to do that and to raise a family and and to travel and to have experiences um that's a that's a big thing for for me for sure
0: yeah yeah that's so good and I love the fact that you're you've decided to take on this journey early on because if you think about it right you mentioned that you were thinking about waiting a couple of years to, um, to finish school before starting your business. But at that point, you're already thinking about having kids. And so it's like, oh, well, I want to finish school, right. To start my business. And then you have, you finish school and then you have the kids and it's like, well, I want to wait till my baby's born. And then the baby's born. It's like, well, I'm going to wait till my baby's like five years old and then I'll start. And then there's always something, always something. And so many people, um, I've just come to realize over the years, like when, Like, we have to realize that that it's never going to be the right time. Like, oh, the new year just hit, so I got to get ready and prepare stuff for the new year. Oh, it's February, Valentine's Day. Like, I have this thing that's happening in February. And then March, oh, it's Easter. And... Passover and this and that, like, I'm going to wait till next month. And then April comes, oh, it's April Fool's. So April Fool's, I'm not starting my business this, this month. And then, and then.
1: No, that's so great. And that's one thing that's like, where I'm always, I get that idea in my head. I'm like, just do it, just do it. And I happen to just do it, you know, um, right after my, right before I started my master's degree. So I was taking on that challenge. And then I started my coaching program right before the beginning of the semester. And lo and behold, the two classes that I'm taking this semester are universally acknowledged as the two hardest classes in the program. So I've got the two hardest classes that I'm dealing with. Plus, we're moving across the country, plus my husband's getting out of the army and taking over his own business. And then I'm revving up my business. So it's like I just do it. Like it's yeah. doable. If it I waited is. until after school, it's like, that's two years of stuff that I, and I'm going to wait, I'm trying to wait till after school to have children. And mm-hmm. so, like you said, there's never a good time. There's never a good, like the perfect time to start. Yeah. So just do it. Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. I a hundred percent agree. And it's, you know, it's, it's two things I know, right. It's like you mentioned, it's never the, the right, the perfect time it's like the the ducks will never be on a row and like they'll they never get in, in a row on their own like so the, the first duck has to move and lead the way and so we have to be the first duck to move and lead the rest of the tribe and so the second thing I know is that disruption always follows intention so when you actually make a decision to do something that's going to change your life long term life is going to come up is going to test you and something's something crazy is going to happen typically unfavorable right some, someone's, I hate to say it, but someone's going to get sick, right? Something crazy is going to happen. The car is going to break down. The tree is going to fall through your roof. Like something crazy is going to happen as soon as you make a decision and commit to change your life, because God, the universe life is testing you and saying, Hey, like, how bad do you actually want this? Let's see. Right. Because nothing worth having comes easy. And so, and so something is going to happen and that's going to test your character to see, Is this something that you really want? And how bad are you going to actually fight for it? And so those are two things that I've learned in my experience as an entrepreneur and in my experience, helping other people, many people, as soon as they commit to working with us, something crazy happens. And it's like, Hey, it's time to shine. Like, yeah, you know, we gotta, we gotta keep on moving forward. So, so let's go for it. Yep. And that's why having a strong why like you have is so important.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, as soon as I started really investing in myself and my business, you know, the opportunity came up where um, my husband's leaving the army. So we're moving across the country. Plus I'm in these super difficult classes and then it's just all the stuff. But being for me, sticking to a schedule and being really mm. consistent has helped with that. So like I block off like this is even so even if I have a really difficult like end of semesters coming up and I've got all these projects that I have to do blocking off an hour, even if it's just 30 minutes to an hour a day, these are, I'm going to have conversations with people in this hour or this 30 minutes, you know, that's okay. That's still a step in the right direction. Um, So even if you, you can't devote so much time because of all these life circumstances, you're still taking baby steps in the right direction.
0: Yeah. So good. And so, and so I know and and i want to ask you this question for for not just business but just life in general um have you ever had any any mentors along your journey that have really helped you to either see things a little bit differently or have helped and influence your life in any capacity
1: so i would say uh, the biggest one would be my dad would be the biggest one because mm. he has been um an entrepreneur like he took over my grandmother's business um like 30 something years ago. And so he has really taught me a lot in life in general, because he's my dad. Um, and then about, you know, business. Um, and I always call him if I have like, dad, what do you think about? Like, what do you think about this? Like, and even my husband's like, well, call your dad and get his opinion because you, you, his word is like the rule in this house. <laughs> so um, that's definitely my dad. But awesome. some people don't have that. And so I invested in, of course, a coaching program with you and Marissa. And that has really changed how I view my business and how I view my business growth and the services that I offer and kind of my goal and really diving deeper and understanding the foundation of why I want to do what I want to do and how to get to where I want to get, because with my dad being well-intended and him being an entrepreneur, it is a different business. Mm. You know, he's a brick and mortar, serves food to people, all that um, where, and local where I'm able to serve women all over the country. I can do that online. I have a different business model. Um, So while he can help me with certain aspects, he doesn't know what I do and the way that I do it. So investing in a coach, really, like I said, when I started my business, I had the one client and it was my cousin. (laughs) It was (laughs) like a pity, like a pity client. So um, then investing in a coach really helps focus your mind. Cause I don't know about other people, but I can get very overwhelmed Hmm. seeing the big picture. And I know like, this is what I want but being able to narrow it down and focus and redirect into manageable action steps was really important to me because I get overwhelmed if there's not like a plan. If there's a plan I can follow, I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's hit the plan. But if it's like, This is what I want, but I don't know how to get there. That causes me personally, a lot of anxiety. Mm. So having a coach like, like you and Marissa, being able to understand a deep dive into what I want to do, like how do I want to set up my business model? And even if you're, if you're not new, like you've had your business a while, Being able to understand your why and understand where you want to go and having somebody who can help you look at it objectively and help you create a plan to get there is really important. So something that I learned, um, I think it was this week or last week from one of our group coaching calls is that we need to be coachable. Like we are coaches ourselves, new dietitians. you know, we counsel people, we coach them, but you need to be coachable too Because if you're expecting the people you work with to listen to you and like follow this plan and you know that as the expert, as the nutrition expert, you can get them to where they want to go, you should think that way with like a business coach or a mentor that the idea is like that that they might be the expert and that they can look at it objectively and tell you about like where you need to go in the plan that you need to get there. And they know they're doing that because that's what's best for you. Um, think about it like you and a client, like that relationship, and then you and a mentor, it's kind of like the same relationship. You're a coach to some people, but you also need to be coachable for other people.
0: I love that. That's such good advice. And I took two, two big uh, pieces from that. Um, I'll start with the last one that you just mentioned, the coachable component. It's so, it's so interesting to me and I, I get it. I understand because. Um, as human beings, right. We, we only do things for one reason and one reason only it's, it's because we feel like it, right. Or we don't feel like it. And that's the reason why we don't do things. And so one of my mentors told me early on, he said, Javi, anything that I tell you to do is not going to feel good. Heck, you're going to resist me. You're not going to like it. You're not going to want to do it. And that's actually normal. And the reason it's normal is because if you already knew it and you already, and you were already doing it, then you wouldn't need me because you'd already have the results that you were looking for. So anything that you're not doing right now is exactly what you should be doing to get the result that you're looking for. And because you're not doing it because you've never done it before, it's not going to feel good, but it's typically the complete opposite of what you're doing now. That's got you stuck where you're at. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. So he's like, anything I tell you to do is not going to feel good, but guess what you have to do, do it anyway. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) And so I think that's, that's, so hard for so many people. Like the first instinct is to resist. But again, you have a coach for a reason. And if you have a coach to help you, let's say at the gym with, you know, exercising, would you rather a coach that's going to tell you, Hey, just stick with the pink weights and like, just do that for the next, like, you know, three months and you'll be good. Right? No, no change is going to happen. It's like, why am I even going to the gym anyway? I'm not growing. I'm not challenging myself. I'm not getting stronger. And so we need a coach, personal trainer, for example that's going to challenge us push us to get stronger to grow our our you know in this case our ability to to be more resilient to change and things that come up and to get stronger mentally as an entrepreneur and so i think that's one one key key component that you just mentioned that's so important for people to understand and i love that you mentioned like we have to be the the coach E that we want our clients to be, and so I think that's key number one. Um, and so number two, you mentioned this in passing, but I think it's so key for people to understand. Like you were so fortunate to have your father as as a key mentor in your life, right? Someone who who it seems like obviously a wealth of knowledge in entrepreneurship, but also in life. And like you mentioned, a lot of people don't have that. And so a lot of people would think, oh, well, I don't have that support. I don't have that environment. I don't have this. I don't have that. And they come up with these these excuses, these reasons for all the things that they don't have. And they equate that to why they can't do certain things. And so you said something so key is that if you don't have that, it's okay. Guess what you can do?
1: You You can find it. You can find it. You can find it yourself.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so... And so I think that's so important for people to, to realize it's like, you can even either have reasons or you can have results and how do you get the results? Well, you get rid of all the excuses of why you can't and you find or create a support system to help you through. And so I just wanted to point those things out because that, that was some goal that you dropped.
1: Yeah. And you know, my dad is great and, and he provides me with knowledge, like life knowledge and he checks my oil in my car every time I see him. And, you know, he does all the dad things, And even like I said, even though he is an entrepreneur, he doesn't know my business model. He doesn't know what I do specifically. So I had to go out and find someone like you and Marissa who does understand like what I do, my goal, my business model and where I want to be and can help me get there. Whereas my dad, even though he's great, he wouldn't fit that role necessarily. So I went out and I found somebody.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So This has been so great. I know we're, we're wrapping up here. And so I would love to know a couple things before we wrap up. Number one, what is, what is your vision for, for the next few years? Like, what do you, what do you envision your business becoming? I think that's the first thing I want to know.
1: Okay. I would love to help. I don't have a number on how many moms I want to help. I just want to help a lot. Like there's millions of pregnant moms. so millions. I'd love to help millions, but, um, what I'd like to do is I I'd love to, you know, transition from one-on-one coaching to include hybrid with group and one-on-one coaching and I'd love to create video courses for moms so that way you know they can they can watch those and understand pregnancy nutrition and and just really impacting as many moms and as many babies as I can in a positive light because sometimes they see healthcare in a negative light and I really want to be that positive light for them and know that they did everything they could in a caring and nurturing way to better nourish themselves and their babies. So I think in the next few years, really just helping as many mamas as I can and in, in, in the capacity that I, I have.
0: Love that. That's so good. And I, I love the, when the focus is on the impact that you're having, everything else comes as a byproduct, right? The more people you help, the more of everything else in your life you get. Um, so I, I absolutely love that. Awesome, Alex. Well, would you mind sharing with the listeners where they can find out more about you, the work that you do? And that way, if there are any mamas out there that that even are in healthcare and would love some help, they can find you, or perhaps you know someone that you can refer Alex to. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. Um. So I also saw this this post the other day that dietitians need dietitians. Like, just because you're a dietitian mm. doesn't mean that you know everything about all aspects of nutrition. Like, if I had kidney disease right now, I would get myself a renal dietitian. So if you're a dietitian. And you don't know much about pregnancy nutrition, hit me up. I'm your girl. Okay. Meet dietitians need um, dietitians. But you can find more information about me. Um, you can look up my Facebook group. It's called Mom and Baby Nutrition Support with Alex Gardner, RDN. But if you look up Mom and Baby Nutrition Support, it'll pop up my face is on there. My name's on there. Um, you can also go to my website, alexgardnernutrition.com. It has the link to my Facebook group. Yeah. I can add me as a friend on Facebook. We can chat on there. You can email me Alex at alexgardnernutrition.com. You know, I'm here. I'm cool. We can chat.
0: Awesome. Awesome, Alex. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. And uh, for everyone listening, please go ahead and give this podcast a subscribe, leave us a review and uh, reach out to Alex. If, if you ever want to connect with her, I'm sure she'll be happy too. And um, as always, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. impact more people and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.